You are now listening to the I Know A Guy podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the eighth episode of the podcast. My name is Noah, and this is the I Know A Guy podcast, where I expose the world to all the cool people. <laughs> that I know oh, of. Good one. <laughs> I want to thank you all for listening today. Uh, because of your support, I know a guy has reached number 156 <laughs> in the comedy interview charts. That's not a joke. Let's go. Those do happen to be the Swedish podcast charts, <laughs> but it's still a huge deal. <laughs> So thanks to all Whoa. you Swedish listeners out Whoa. there. I really appreciate it. Without further ado, though, let's get right into the episode. My guest today needs no introduction, which is what I'm going to do right now. He's Wesleyan University's striking combination of Jason Mraz and Rulon Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> he was Eminem before Marshall Mathers made it cool. His face perfectly matches Lord Farquaad, and his height isn't too far off. (laughs) The list goes on and on. It's Max Morton, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing, buddy? Great to have you on the podcast. I'm doing awesome. That was a phenomenal introduction. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're still doing okay after that? Yeah, so far. We'll see how it goes. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, listen, we got a a smattering of questions here for you. I'm ready. Again, as always, all of them are completely serious. Um, I'm sure they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's basically a documentary podcast at this point. I mean, what can I say? Uh, but yeah, you know, it's great to have you here. Thank you ready you. to get, get into some questions? Let's do it. All right, so Max, you are quite the multifaceted fellow. Appreciate that. You are a uh, varsity wrestler. You're an avid musician. Um, kind of. And you still somehow find to be the most annoying kid in our dorm. <laughs> So my question for you is how do you uh, how do you manage to to keep your schedule so tight and organized? Uh, well, you know the great thing about being into music is mm-hmm. I take a lot of music classes, therefore don't do much homework. Oh, so yeah. that's the nicest part about that. Huh. Um, won't be the same next semester, but I will say that the homework is much less of a factor. So that's pretty nice. What's next semester? Uh, I'm gonna be having to fill out my gen ed classes, so oh, that's not going to be too fun for me. Wow, so you... Yeah, actually real academic classes that yeah. like almost all that, other students that do. That most people go right. to college for. Exactly. Right. Get, so I'm going to have to experience that for the first mm, time in mm, a few months. So yeah. not excited. For a, for a few seconds there, I forgot why I hated you so much. <laughs> and every time you speak, <laughs> you just immediately bring it back. Hey, man, what can I say? Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, and wrestling, does that take up much of your time? It does. We, we're on a good schedule, so we go Monday through Friday, uh, and then we get the weekends off. So, uh, But we have uh, a lift on Monday, run on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, we have wrestling practice, mm-hmm. and then Friday, we have a lift, and then Saturday, Sunday, we're chilling. And uh, recently, Wesleyan um, brought back... Spring sports, correct. Um, but wrestling is not a spring sport, right? Winter, winter sport. So how did that affect you guys? Um, 
it's really exciting for us because we haven't actually been able oh, to I get bet. on the mat. <laughs> <laughs> really good stuff, you know, yeah. able to actually practice, which mm. at least in my case, I haven't wrestled in over a year. So it's been very nice to get like back out there. Competitively. In general. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've done some wrestling. Oh, well, that's, I mean, you, yeah, I don't want to talk about that on here. That's okay. a little embarrassing. <laughs> you, might have, you, Sorry. you definitely got the best of me there, but that's a whole different story. Okay, good. <laughs> Just so they know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, it's been it's been good getting back out there, knocking off some rust. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, great, great. That that's amazing, Max. Well, listen, uh, I know I joke around, um, but I seriously do have a lot of respect for everything you do because, like, you never give up. I mean, you oh. never give up. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible singer. <laughs> And not that good at wrestling either, uh, yet you keep pushing through. So please tell me a little bit about that. Like, how do you find the strength to persevere even yeah. when you're <sighs> fully aware that you're terrible at everything that you do? You know, it's awesome because the standards are low, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I, I would call myself a guitar player. So really? the singing, is not <laughs> the singing is, has never been a problem for me yeah. because people hear me singing, they're like, oh, yeah. Right, she's not supposed to be a singer, so it's not supposed yeah. to sound good. And then you, so then it does, you start playing I start the guitar. Playing the car and they're like, okay, well, he's a little better at that than singing, but not yeah. too much. Then again, you know, figure it out. Keep pushing, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty good time. And on the wrestling front, it's a little embarrassing for them to know that you whooped my butt mm-hmm. a few times, mm-hmm. but, you know, it is what it is. How, how supportive are your uh, wrestling uh, compadres... Uh, about your your music cl- career, uh, they are for the most part. Yeah, I have one teammate, Terry Brannigan, who is a far superior musician to me, uh, and we do a lot of jam sessions together. Yeah. And he just absolutely embarrasses me, but it's a great time anyway. Sure, um, I'm sure he he's really nice about it in wrestling as well. He's a little bit smaller, but he would if if he got oh. if he got the chance. Oh, believe well. it or not. That, Believe um, it or not, I'm gonna send that <laughs> clip straight to Terry. I mean, no, I don't want that because he'll whoop my butt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're for the most part, they like it. Yeah. And Terry is very. Uh, it's like a big brother, little brother thing. Okay. He like jams with me, and he's like, "Oh, it's okay. Like, you know, you'll be better. You can do better. But like, you know, you just started, so yeah. like, you'll get better." Yeah. And he's really supportive in that way. So yeah. that's really good. That's really cool that he lies to you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Max, uh, I've got a few questions about wrestling from here on out and a few about music. Um, but before we get into, uh, back in Brack later on, I feel like, you know, I really have to sprinkle some serious questions in. So, uh, what's the first musical instrument that you learned? Um, and did anything from your childhood spark your interest in music now? Um, so I played the drums for about two years in middle school and was absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like anything else, I mean, pretty obvious. Don't worry, I know. <laughs> and so I don't know if that really counts, but I did do that. And then over quarantine in March of 2020, I just decided to grab my mom's old guitar from mm-hmm. the from the closet and start teaching myself uh, for, just from YouTube videos. And it was a very instant connection in terms of enjoyment. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say <laughs> skill, but enjoyment. And so... Um, yeah, that was it. And my dad was a very avid musician in his younger years, so that was definitely a point of, uh, can't think of the word, but, uh, I know, I know what word you're po- trying to say, a point of, but I'm not going to um, tell you, gosh, I'm not going to tell you what it is. What's the word, man? Keep going. Keep a point of, uh, 
Oh my goodness. I like what, so and like, inspiration. Boom. Inspiration. A point of inspiration? Right? I don't think so. Kind of. You get what I'm trying Why to say. Why don't we move on? <laughs> Let's move on. That was, that was my answer. Oh yeah. Good. Okay. Sounds good. Um, okay. So, uh, and what was the what was the first song that you learned? First song that I learned yeah. was "Boulevard of Broken Dreams" oh, by Cream. That was Dan. that was the I, I was sung in a band in high school, really? and that was the first song that we. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a, obviously that's a, a classic. classic. It's a classic yeah. early one, and it was it was it was like. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. God. <laughs> you scared me for a second. You really scared me for a second. There. I wish I could see what your yeah. eyes just did. <laughs> really, I almost laughed for a second. All good. But yeah, that was like, like four days in, I had learned that song, and then from there, it was it was addicting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. Uh, that's great to hear. And yeah, but did your uh, unsuccessful drumming career did that uh, inspire you in any way? Did or at least did it help you? you know, like keep rhythm at least. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it helps with my strumming technique a lot, mm, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, I like to do a lot of like percussive type of strumming, uh, but I don't think my drumming had to do anything with that because yeah. I was just really bad. So that, I'm not okay. sure if that... Like, I know. You know, you get it. I mean, it's pretty, yeah. pretty simple. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, uh, you know, keeping rhythm and such... Uh, as a musician, you need to be able to keep rhythm while performing by counting time. True. Um, so my question to you is, is it annoying that you have to play songs in cut time because the highest number that you can count to <laughs> is three? <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. But I'm working through it. I am working through it. Yeah. You know? What are you doing to work through it? You just you just got to keep going, as you were saying. Mm. I'm just, just are you trucking forward. Are you trying to learn what comes after three? I'm or honestly, you, I tried content? long enough. I tried long enough. Yeah. I feel like at this point, it's just a waste of time to learn what the next number is. Uh huh. Zero, seven, two, three. So that was wrong. Five? No, no, no. That was already Five. wrong. Obviously, you've got a little bit more work to do. Negative. Okay, sounds good. I'll stop. And do you think that? the reason that you can't count very high or just your lack of intelligence in general <laughs> is is partly in due to the sport that you've chosen? Yes. Yeah. Plenty of concussions. Mm. Plenty that have probably also went under the radar. Oh. Um, so, um, yeah, counting. I used to be able to count to seven, so that's why I can remember the number seven. Wow. But now I don't remember anything that So you comes. could play normal music. No, because... But you I, could count to seven. I used to be able to, but then I started wrestling, and then I forgot oh. all the other ones. I know one, two, when three, did you, seven. What age did you start wrestling? Freshman year of high school. So you could oh, play... Oh, well, actually false. Sixth grade, and I went like 0 and 12. Well, yeah, I mean... quit, and then I changed? came back to it. <laughs> Freshman year, and I went 0 and 12 again. Yeah, Just exactly. kidding, but yep, basically... Yeah. Yeah, Wesleyan had a really bad recruiting class. They had to get, <laughs> you can't tell. They had to get an 0-12 yeah. Max Martin. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty yeah. rough. Pretty but rough. so in, in in middle school, you could you could play in 4-4. I could play in 4-4 in middle school. Yeah. Well, oh, Nowadays, I what can't. Was that, what was that number that you just said? Uh, four is a number? No, oh, you're right. It's not a number. Oh, I mean, I just, you said 4-4. Four, four, yeah, yeah. I know that's a time signature, but I know it's exactly. a number. No, no, that has nothing to do with 
three or or anything uh, like that. I mean, uh, all good. Uh, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. One, yeah. two, three, seven. But uh, you know, in all seriousness, though, uh, you know, now that you're playing, yes, guitar for real, and yes. perhaps I was lying a little bit when I said that you couldn't count to four. Maybe a little. You think that how how much of your uh, music now revolves around you know structured. Uh, structured time and rhythm and everything, and how much of it is is improvised. That's a good question. So that's I know. <laughs> thanks, thank you. <laughs> um, that's the cool part about. So I, I like to play on my acoustic. I've been really into writing music recently, mm-hmm. um, like singer songwriter stuff, minus the singer, but all good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and on my electric guitar, I really like love to play the blues. And so in the mm-hmm. blues, it's all improvisation basically. Um, and a lot of it's in six eight, um, but that doesn't really matter. But it's a lot of like just off the cuff like riffing. But when I'm writing songs, I don't think I think about structure that much. Structure is actually a very hard way to think about it. So mm. I've decided to just kind of write, and then whatever comes out comes out. It's hard not to think about structure though, because what you hear on the radio is all the same structure. Yeah. And so it's hard to write something. What's different the than that. What's the writing process like? Because I imagine that's hard. Especially for someone like who <laughs> doesn't take any English classes or anything, right? <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, though, like, do you do you feel out the notes first, or do you think this would be an interesting, you know, rhythm or yeah. chord or whatever? So I usually start a song by just messing around on my guitar yeah. and finding a chord progression that I like. Yeah. Sometimes I'll have a melody just in my head, then I'll try to work that into mm. a guitar. But for the most part, I start off with a chord progression on my guitar. I then go to like humming a melody. Um, and then I go to lyrics, but I also have like in my phone just for messing around. I have like so many videos that I'll just take of like, if I find a cool chord progression, but I don't have time to like start writing a song. So when I like don't have any inspiration, I can just go through my phone and find like something to start with. Hmm. And then I'll start from there and and see what happens. That's pretty cool. It's fun. And then how do you, how do you round out the whole shebang? Like what's that like do you, that's the hard part are there like multiple drafts definitely yeah definitely my mother shout out to my mother plays a big role in that i send her a lot of stuff and she's like that friggin sucks <laughs> start over and i'm like okay so that's good to have her yeah. being honest with yeah. me um and you're still waiting for her to say this was good max yeah, yeah. that's what but i'm just trying to get some parental approval there but there. Yeah. not quite there yet you're but i'll still get there. waiting for i love you yeah there's a lot and <laughs> there's I'm a lot out of you <laughs> yeah yeah. We're getting there. All yeah. good. Yeah. But maybe if you send enough songs. <laughs> maybe. I, that's why I just send a few a day. Yeah. Every day it gets a little bit closer to that, but still not yeah, quite that's there. What you but. Think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's about it. But yeah, she plays a big role, and there are a ton of drafts mm-hmm. and a ton of start overs. Sure. Um, but ending a song is always hard because you always feel like you can add something here or there. Oh, it's like very, I don't know, it's kind of like the same as like a doodle or a drawing where you always want to keep adding something. You yeah. have to like step away from the song at some point and just leave it. So well, that's, that's pretty deep, Max. Good for you. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. Philosopher yeah. in my own right. Um, so last question before we get into some wrestling questions. Let's do it. Uh, what current musician out there do you think you best emulate uh, and why is it Yoko Ono? <laughs> Yeah, I think Yoko Ono's a really good one. I do, I really do. I think she writes phenomenal music. And um, I think that my sounds are really similar to hers. So that's 
That's not funny. That's crazy. Oh I agree. God, that's so good. Yeah. Um, um, and if you want to answer the question seriously. In a serious way? Yeah. To be honest with you, just a, I'm about, not going to say about like. why you're Yoko Ono. Yes. Yeah. Answer that seriously. That one, I have no idea how to answer seriously, I'll be honest with All you. All right, whatever. Give your real answer. I don't know if I have because I would feel bad saying in any real mm-hmm. musician because me saying because you're gonna tear me apart for that so why would I do, so why would I say that how about, I, I'll here's what I'll say someone that I free and we'll wait until you give me a real answer I'll say someone that I try that I get a lot of inspiration sure. from yeah um I would say a lot of Jack Johnson I listen to it just because yeah. he does yeah. all acoustic stuff and he his singing voice is not necessarily super like melodic. Mm-hmm. He kind of like talks instead of sings, yeah. which I think is really cool. And I listen. By the way, your talking voice isn't that great either. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to all you podcast yeah. listeners. You have to listen through. It's like nails on a chalkboard, but <laughs> it's fine. We're getting there. So Jack Johnson is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently, I've been listening to a lot of John Mayer in terms of songwriting. Sure. Because he is lyrically and like melodically just insane. Yeah. Um, but again, definitely not saying that I'm anywhere near no, him. No. That's, <laughs> but yeah. that's really cool, yeah. though. Um, interestingly enough, my uh, driver's ed instructor, his name was John Mayer. Are you serious? And he was, I think, 75 years old that and is so fun. fat and that's awesome. not a musician. That is great. And he didn't know who John Mayer was. What? I know. That's so funny. I know. It well, was very sad. You had to tell him. Yeah, yeah, I, I was the first one to tell to him tell who this John poor Mayer man was. that he wasn't. Hey, good he for wasn't, him. He wasn't Honestly, the most. Good actually, yeah, he's the coolest John Mayer yeah, I've ever yeah, met. Yeah, and I've met John Mayer. Well, you've met John Mayer. You no, no, no. Him. I've met both John Mayers and my drivers at instructors. Well, yeah, because John but, Mayer as a person is. Yeah. Not. <laughs> not the greatest. Yeah, let's, let's keep that yeah, real. Yeah. yeah. My drivers at instructor though. Great, phenomenal great guy. guy. Love, love John. I'll have to meet John one day. Well, let's uh, move on. Okay, <laughs> Max. Um, wrestlers often get a bad rep on uh, campus. Uh, is it bad rep or bad rap? I think it's bad rep. I think it's bad rap. Yeah, but, but it's I'm just kind sure. of the way you say it. It just kind That's of true. sounds a little rappy. I. But it's bad rep. It, it's for reputation. That's actually good. I never thought about that. You think, but also it sounds like bad rap. Everyone says. Let's, I'm gonna look this yeah, up right now. Up. Yeah, bad and I'm gonna keep this in. Give it a bad rap. Is bad it rap. bad rap or bad rap? Bad rap for sure. Oh, I win, dude. It's bad rap. <laughs> yep. Is the original phrase meaning a bad or undeserved reputation? That makes zero sense. Yeah, exactly. It stands for bad reputation, That's so and, weird. The, and it's bad rap. I knew it was bad rap. I mean, I did say bad rap, and you did but say bad rap. But they also okay. note that bad rap is considered wrong and is best saved for referring to wraps and tortillas. That's if you spell it bad, W-R-A-P. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not spelling it bad, W-R-A-P. You barely know how to spell normal <laughs> words. All right, so, Max, wrestlers often get a bad rap. <laughs> On our campus and everywhere yeah. else in the world. Yes. What parts of the stereotypical wrestler are accurate in your eyes and which yeah. need some improving on? Um, I think, oh, that's a good question. Uh, definitely the hard-headedness of the stereotypic wrestler. Mm. I definitely have when when I'm actually like wrestling or doing anything ever. Yeah. I think that I like 
have I just cannot do something just to do something. It's sure. like the same way with like guitar. It was like just supposed to be a fun little hobby, but like yeah. I can't just like just do it. So that I would say that I'm not um like your your mouth breathing goblin wrestler. If that makes sense, because there's a lot of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I at least I don't. I hope not. Maybe I, in your eyes, I probably a wrestler. <laughs> I would say you look like a goblin. Well, that's a different story, right? In terms of ears and height. <laughs> ears, ears. I have no. I have one small cauliflower ear. That's another thing. Oh yeah. I have one small cauliflower ear that is not visible, but if you touch it, it's gross. Or lick it. Or lick it. Yeah. But doesn't taste like cauliflower, so that's... I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All good, man. Yeah. Shout out to Dove, by the way. Best cauliflower year on campus. Not even close. <laughs> Freaking amazing that's cauliflower That's an award year. now? For sure. Um, so you're hard-headed. Yeah. Uh, which is part of the stereotype. Definitely. Is there anything else that that rings true from, from what people think of wrestlers? Well, everyone talks about like the weight-cutting thing. Which is yeah, definitely we'll, we'll talk about that oh, later, actually. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, I don't think that I... I feel like I always was a little bit different than a lot of wrestlers that I met. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because a lot of the guys I was wrestling with have been wrestling since they were very young, and so they really had developed that persona yeah. when I just started a little later. And was it freshman year when you started? Yes, I mean, that's, if you want to count... Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It, was, it was a very instant... It was just weird going from wrestling for like a month in sixth grade and my mom forcing me to quit because yeah. I was getting hurt so much. And then it seemed to work out after. What did you so, What did you play in the winter before wrestling? Did you do anything? Were you a basketball guy? I was a big basketball guy, yeah. but I did not stop growing. Well, I know. You know what I, I mean? I saw. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Max, by the way, for those listening that don't know him. 5'11". Wrong. Noah, Noah <laughs> no, 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 says no. I'm what, 5'8"? Five seven. Max, okay, just because we're, you know, recording the audio here, you I have can't proof. get away with I this. I have proof. Max, I have proof. you are 4'5". <laughs> All right, I'm 4'5". Yeah. Fine, I'm 4'5". Whatever, man, it's all good. So, yeah, I stopped growing, so basketball didn't work out mm-hmm. for me. My high school is a very successful growing, basketball uh, program. when you were in kindergarten, it sounds like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I was just that, I was, you know, I figured it out up until then, but mm-hmm. eventually, you know. That was that had to stop. So freshman year, I knew either I would make the freshman and sophomore team and then get cut mm-hmm. on varsity my junior year, yeah. or I would just start a new sport completely. So I thought that was a better idea. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but was it hard, you know, uh, then and now, I guess, wrestling in the 325-pound uh, <laughs> weight division? It's hard, man. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we get it done. You figure it out. When Do you're 4'5", 320. Yeah. It's a good look. It's still not People a- get scared of you. Most of those guys are like 6'8", so like they don't know how to handle me. Yeah, you're just a bowling ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's classic technique. They too. could try and pin you, but you just like nope, roll just over roll. and squish them. Exactly. That's not a bad strategy. I know, dude. It's pretty good. So, uh, yeah. So, oh, and um, are there anything, are there any parts of that stereotype that uh, that are, that don't ring true about most wrestlers? Um... I think that wrestlers are a lot better people than people think they are, mm. just in terms of like having a conversation with them. I think a lot of people are just like scared of wrestlers just because wrestlers are crazy, which yeah. they are. Yeah. Um, but in terms of just like talking to a wrestler, 
obviously with plenty of exceptions, but sure. a lot of wrestlers are very good people to hang out with and conversate with. Don't. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Don't. Maybe not me, but most yeah. others. Yeah. No, man. I'm standing up for my fellow wrestlers, not for myself. I think that you're... Um, <laughs> so what were you saying? <laughs> that was it, man. I was, I mean, yeah. I, so I, you're saying the, the stereotypical wrestler is not a good person. Is like a, someone you want to stay away from because they're like out of their mind, like yeah. just like crazy, which a lot of them are, but also a lot of them are, are a lot more normal people than you would think they are. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think like a movie like Foxcatcher, does that... Mm, does, I freaking love that movie. Does that oh, man. Uh, help or hurt the... Oh, God. <laughs> that definitely hurts. Yeah. I mean, that definitely hurts, but yeah. that is a different... That is a whole different... That's there's a, a reason really why they made a movie, movie about it. Very good movie. Yeah. Um, I think the Schultz brothers were a different... I mean, it, Olympic wrestlers are, are crazy people. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah and then also... Do the guy that shot them is also a crazy person because obviously yeah. so yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a great uh, outlook on a division 3 wrestler mm. <laughs> because mm. we aren't going to the Olympics so that's you don't take that. it that seriously not I wouldn't no. say so no. No. no also even if I did take it that seriously which a lot of us do just not that good at yeah. that so yeah. yeah I know <laughs> you, yeah, right. you've experienced well it. let's move on uh, last wrestling question before right. we get into the Back in Brack segment. Let's do it. And we touched on this earlier. Um, this is a two-part question. Let's do it. What's the weight loss process like during the wrestling season, and how are you still so fat? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, all right. I'll answer the second part first. Okay. Not in season right now. Yeah. And didn't have a season this year. Sure. So, I mean... I've been letting it go, man. Yeah. You just let it go. Yeah. College, you know. We've all been there. Yeah. Now, in season, it's a whole different story. It's a crazy... I probably... Well, last season, I was wrestling 160, making that on Fridays and Saturdays. I was probably weighing anywhere between 168 and 173 on Monday of every week. My goodness. Yeah. So... It was a lot so of... So for a 160 weight class, you have to be less than 160, right? 160 or under, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty... That's yeah. horrible. It's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, and then they give you one pound if it's back-to-back. So like on Friday, if you weighed in at 160, then Saturday, they, they let you weigh in at 161. So that's helpful. Oh, but interesting. Not super helpful, but it, it does something. Yeah. You still like... So you can eat like a meal. Mm, barely, right? You make weight. The hell you is, wrestle, what the hell is wrong with you? But when you wrestle, you sweat. So you lose a little bit of weight uh, and sweat. So you can drink and eat a little bit, but you have to be careful. Oh, you can drink water? That's so nice of them. Sometimes. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's actually, you know, something about it, I miss it, which is so weird to say. When I'm not cutting weight, I miss cutting weight. There's something about it that is so satisfying, making weight. It's like feels so good, like I just did that. Yeah. Um, and What about when you don't? I've never missed weight before. What? Yeah. Yes. Dude, how? I've never, I've came very close, but I've never actually missed weight before. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, there's. When, when you are cutting weight. Yeah. And you're. 
miserable. Your mind, you know, sends you a signal like, oh, Max, oh, you really want tiramisu yeah. right yeah. now. all the time, how which is just you, 24-7. How do you deal with that? That's absurd to me. So That's the one thing that yeah. impresses me about it. <laughs> Thank you. I'll say this story. So last year in physics class, just a terrible class, boring, yeah. everything about it I hate. Yeah. All good. Uh, in wrestling season, I had never noticed I was doing this. But, like, I remember, like, one day after the season, I'm, like, looking through my notebook, and <laughs> pages and pages and pages, and the front cover and the back cover and pages and pages of my notebook, just over and over, I wrote, make weight, eat food, make weight, eat food, <laughs> make weight, eat food, which was all probably Fridays where I was so close to making weight and I just wanted to eat. Um, but when my mind... Wait, so that means you're going to make weight and then you're going to eat well, a you lot can of food. Eat, well, you can definitely... You eat... Yeah, you eat well enough because you have to re- you weigh in and then you wrestle an hour later. Yeah. So. Oh, oh yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah. You hit the scale and then it's oh, like yeah. pasta, pasta, yeah. pizza. Yeah, you got it. Well, no, because you have to wrestle right after. You don't want to be throwing Pasta. <laughs> I wish. Just pasta. It's like PB&J. What the candy. hell, man? <laughs> it, dude, you have no idea how good a PB&J tastes after you, after you haven't eaten carbs or basically anything yeah. all week. And a Gatorade tastes like... Oh my goodness! So that's yeah. awesome. It tastes pretty good, you know, when you eat normally. Yeah, like a normal. But person. it's like too like. Okay. And then every Sunday, so you wrestle Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. and then Sunday, is like the whole team usually goes and just like you just chow down because yeah. you got to replenish yourself. You can't just not eat all week. So you have to replenish yourself, and that's why we end up back ten to eleven to twelve pounds oh overweight on goodness, Monday. Man. Just do it all over again and just that's continue that cycle horrible. for the season. It's fun. I miss it. No, it's not. Yeah, it's awesome. Don't tell me it's fun. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. You're crazy. Good stuff. That's yeah. really admirable, though. Thank you. But, uh, yeah. But don't, pretty don't, terrible. Don't get too excited. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, man. No right. biggie. Uh, well, hey, why don't we get into uh, Back and Brack? That, uh, that was really interesting to hear. Thank um, you, sir. As much as I hate hearing yeah. you talk. <laughs> Max, as you know, we do a segment every week called Back and Brack, where I create one eight-team March Madness-style bracket for various unconventional categories, and my guest gets to decide the outcome of each game and why the winner that moves on does. You know how this Let's works. This week's bracket has to do with uh, wrestling moves. Oh, oh we did I'm going to give you wow. the names of eight wrestling moves that I completely made oh. up. No, <laughs> and you have to tell me what each no. move looks I like. You did your research, okay? And which one like moves on? Yeah. Which one's more effective? Right, I guess. Let's do it. Any yeah, questions? Yeah. I'm ready. All right, let's get into the first matchup. Why right, don't we? One. All right, the first one: the Kitchen Aid dough hook <laughs> versus the full Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, so the kitchen a dough hook is that yeah. was the first one. So okay, that move is definitely you reach your arm up like you're grabbing like a can of soup out of the yeah. kitchen, and then you bring it down on their head really quick <laughs> and hook their head, and then you friggin' throw them onto their back. Yeah, pretty effective. Yeah, pretty effective. And the, yeah, the full Nelson Mandela. Uh huh. Is an interesting one. Okay. So, you know, obviously, if you guys don't know what the Mandela effect is, it's a phenomenal thing. Yeah. And the Mandela effect is when people, a wide group of people believe something where it's actually not true, Uh but, like, it's believed amongst a lot of people. So what you do for this one is 
you just go up to the dude and you just tell him, oh, guess what? It's sex and the city, not sex in the city. And he's like, what? No way. And boom. And then you take him down and you pin him. So that one moves on because that is such a good move and yeah. probably would be so effective. It has nothing to do with Nelson Mandela? Well, the Mandela effect because oh. Nelson Man- it was named after Nelson Mandela Mandela effect. Oh, that's, that yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. right. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay, okay, okay. So that's more effective than the KitchenAid dough hook. I think so because like most people think, think it's sex yeah. in the city. Yeah. And it's actually sex in that's the city. That's the only and example just, that you can use? No. It's also, you can use the Berenstein Bears one oh, where it's actually Berenstein yeah, Bears instead crazy. of Berenstein Bears. I will never accept Jif. that. You can use Jif Jif. instead of Jiffy. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just saying. Wow, it's good. It's really good. I'm actually might use that. You've kind of, you've kind of taken me down with with all of these. Yeah, I have. Damn. Yeah, no biggie. Plus, I feel like the KitchenAid dough hook. You described the hand reaching up, reaching up into the kitchen, the cookie jar almost. Totally. I feel like that leaves you pretty vulnerable. Great call. I know. Great call. Wide open for someone to just (laughs) just lay you out. It's a very ineffective move. It is. I think. I think that. All right. So the the full Nelson Mandela moves on. Congratulations. Next matchup, it's the crab tempura roll. (laughs) Okay. Versus the bagel and lox. All right, well, and I mean, that I'm going to say right now. L-O-C-K-S for those of you who come. I think everyone knows, anyone who knows me and my religion mm-hmm. knows what answer I'm going to have move on. But we'll come to go to that later. So first, <laughs> what is it? The crab temporal roll? Yeah. So the crab temporal roll. Phenomenal move, I'll say. <laughs> phenomenal move. So you get down in like a crab stance. Yeah. Like, you know, I do like crab walks, like all sure. fours, but like. On your, like, with oh. your butt facing the ground. Wow, and that's effective? And then what you do <laughs> is you roll into their legs and just blow their knees out. <laughs> and just injure them. And yeah. then they can't continue. And they can't they can't. But it's technically over. legal. Yeah. So you win if they can't continue, but you wow. did a legal move. But right? that's not as good as... As the bagel and locks. Yeah. Because the bagel and locks, what you do, which is actually an insane move, yeah. I'm stalling right now trying to think about what the <laughs> move is, is you... You jump in the air sideways uh-huh. and you wrap around his body like a yeah. bagel. Yeah. And he's like the bagel hole. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, so like you're locking him, locks, like a bagel. Yeah. And then once you have him in a lock, he has nowhere yeah. to go. It's like a boa constrictor. Exactly. And you yeah. start squeezing him and start squeezing him. And then he just, he lo- he pins himself because he's like, I can't breathe. Wow. So he's either going to sleep or he's getting pinned. <laughs> so it's up to him. Either win, way, we win. Win, win. Yeah. Th- okay. So that moves on for sure. The bagel I and love locks me bagel moves and on yeah. for sure. It took down the crab temper Definitely. Roll, which you said was very effective. Shout out to uh, Neon Deli. Bagel and lock sandwich, pretty good. Definitely overpriced, but pretty good. We should go there after this. Let's do it. All right. Actually. Yeah, I'm down. That sounds delicious. Okay, All great. Right, perfect. Um, Next matchup. Yeah, ready. Let's go. First move. Ringworm. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> yeah, ringworm always wins. I'll say that much. Yeah, yeah. and it's up against what I would think is some easy competition, but maybe you can say something else. So it's ringworm versus the safety pin. Okay, interesting. So here's the thing about ringworm. Yeah. That thing wins, right? <laughs> ringworm will get you yeah. always. Uh-huh. Now, you have to be careful because ringworm, if they catch you, they do skin checks at every weigh-in no. for wrestling. Are you kidding they me? They do skin checks to make God. sure if they catch. So you first step of the ringworm move is applying makeup over your ringworm, which is a real thing. No Believe way, that's, a, yes, real that's a real thing. thing. I've oh never done it. Oh, my God. I've never done it because I'm a good you, person. How can you 
in good faith with a straight face look at me and say, wrestling is a real sport. We do not compromise the integrity of the game. P.S. We put makeup over our ringworms so they don't find out. I don't. I never have, but I know actually Dylan Cole... I'll never forget the time that I had a skin infection, and you did too, and I didn't get away with it, but you did because you put makeup over it. Oh, my God. You. Mm, the way that you that said. That makes me so mad. I Dylan got Cole. away. I hope you're listening. I got away with having a skin infection. He did. I oh, did it. Yeah. Oh, as, so annoying. As if, as if that was something. That, so frustrating. Okay, so. But yeah, so ringworm, if you can, first step, apply makeup. Yeah. Get it through the skin checks. Yeah. From there, literally rub your ringworm in your opponent's face, and then he just freaks. <laughs> And he pins himself, so that wins. <laughs> safety pin is safety pin yeah. is just you're pinning your opponent really safely, and you're like yeah. whispering as you're like, "I'm sorry, don't. I, don't, <laughs> I hope you're not hurt by this." Really like sensual yeah. way, yeah. yeah. Which is good. It's I mean, fine. it works. I do it all the time. Yeah, all the time. Me and my opponents really get along. Or sometimes not on the mat. You do that. I mean, yeah, you know yeah. that. I you, know you, that. You know that. But you why, know, why'd you look at my bed when you said that? <laughs> Yo, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Admit it, you looked at my Comfy, bed. Comfy, I did. I, lo- I like the blankets. Good contrast. Blue sheets, throw up green comfort. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, dude. hey, watch it. Gross. You watch All it. Right, forget I make that. fun of you on forget this podcast. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, ringworm wins, for sure. Ringworm. Yeah. yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah. All right, this is the final matchup before we get to the final four. Okay. It's the break and enter versus the smash and grab. <laughs> wow. Wow, you really set me up on this one. Okay. All right. So the break and enter is actually an insane move. Yeah. So what you do is you have your friend that's on the team, but he's not wrestling. Oh, he like, it, already finished wrestling. Is it like a two-on-two deal? No, no, no. Okay. You'll see. My, oh, kind of. Sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted. Yep, all good. Yep. It's like a two-on-one. Yeah. So what your teammate just dips. He leaves the... He leaves. Mm-hmm. Before the match, you research where your opponent lives, right? What? Literally, as you're wrestling your opponent, you tell him, guess what, bro? My teammate is breaking and entering in your house right now and stealing all of your shit. <laughs> and then he's like, what? And he like looks towards the door to see if anyone left or anything. Pin him. <laughs> done. He's done. And you steal all of his stuff from yeah. his house. Major win-win situation. Super effective move. Super effective, also is it? also other benefits. Like? Stealing, like, getting a lot of stuff from that, like, stealing all of his, like, Oh, you get to keep all the stolen items. I mean, you pinned him. He can't. He, it's, not like, it's not like he can come after you like I just pinned you, bro. All right. Fair play. So, and the police don't care because. No, they don't. Yeah. 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 A lot of my coaches are actually. They co- they'll come up to home. you and say, hey, you stole all the shit. And you'll be like, no, I didn't. My uh, teammate did. I, and then he goes to jail. And you get to keep the stuff. And you get to keep the stuff. And then you just keep doing it again with more teammates, mm. more teammates, throw them under the bus. All good. And all of a sudden, there's no recruiting class. You get to go to Wesleyan, <laughs> even though you're 0-12. Exactly. There you go. That's exactly right. It all, it all ties together. It all makes sense. What was the other one again? Uh, the smash and grab. The smash and grab is is uh, a very intriguing one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we all know what that means. I don't. Why don't you tell me? You know, so basically, yeah. Um, you bring a tomato... Wow, they to let your you. Match. They let you bring a tomato. You put it in, in inside your singlet, so they can't tell. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and yeah, it's a singlet, not a leotard. By the way, everybody. You will never convince <laughs> me. <laughs> I know. 
Anyway, you it's taste not the like, tomato. By the way, it's not like singlet is that much better. It's the same thing. Like It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It is the same thing. I see what you're wearing. It's not like I'm going to be like, you look ridiculous. Oh, but it's a singlet. I look pretty good in it, though. You look I? terrible. <laughs> I've seen pictures. Actually, more than you'd think. Oh, really? I've seen plenty of pictures. Oh, because you looked through my you looked through pictures of me to post that thing up on the TEDx thing. Yeah, I actually Fools. enjoy looking at pictures of half naked four five three hundred and five <laughs> men. Yeah, man. Hey, oh, hey, you like what you like, man. Good yeah, for you, bro. Don't shame me. Good for you. No, get yeah, back respect. to the question. What's uh, the, the smash and grab? <laughs> smash the tomato during the yeah. match. It smash it into his face. He can't see. <laughs> grab his butt. Naturally. Naturally. And then use that as a lever leverage. Okay. And pen. Did you need to use the tomato at all or uh, hey, I'm not the master I mean, here. There's yeah. smash and grab and there's the grab. Yeah. Grab's a separate move. The grab is grab completely is pretty separate. Basic. Move. Like that's the first move that you learn. Yeah. You learn yeah. the butt grab. Like right. I'd away. imagine as a wrestler, you learn a lot of moves like the butt grab. Like like yeah. Yeah. Like first from thing. your coaches, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyways, and you said that you were a Catholic, right? Jewish. No. Oh. Oh. Never mind. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so who wins, the break and enter or the break and enter? Draft? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that's, classic. It's it's classic. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to the final four. See what, see what moves on from there. All right. Let's do it. Um, it's the full Nelson Mandela. Yeah. Versus the bagel and locks. <sighs> that's so hard, dude. That's so hard. I'm going to have to go with, believe it or not, the full Nelson match. Wow. Yeah, upset. Huge upset. Huge upset. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have huge upsets. But I do have huge upsets. You have the Oral Roberts of the world. I do. I, what can I say, man? Didn't pick them. But uh, at least I didn't pick Ohio State to win the tournament like Mr. Noah did. Oops. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Had to. You walked yourself into that one and you know it. Continue. How about... You apologize before I continue. I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. I don't accept, but we'll move on. <laughs> so the full Nelsons going to the champ. The full Nelson Mandela, excuse me, yes, is pardon. going to the yes. championship. Indeed, that's a big deal over the bagel Super and exciting. locks. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, it's ringworm versus the break and enter. Oh man, oh, so hard. All right, here's yeah. what I'm gonna say. Yeah, break and enter is my favorite move because you get yeah. other benefits. True. But the ringworm is... is, a, is a Not as reliable exactly. as the ring... As, exactly. It's not the ringworm, by the way. It's just ringworm. It's ringworm. It's just ringworm. <laughs> it's straight ringworm. And because your teammate can mess up the break yeah. and enter somehow. Yeah. There's a lot of other factors, right? Your teammate in this scenario is ringworm, and ringworm will never, never let you down. Never let you down. Never Always let wins. You down. Always wins. So we've got a championship game. Tough championship game. It's the full the Nelson the Mandela taking on... Ringworm. Ringworm itself. <laughs> I mean... Ringworm wins, dude. Ringworm it's just has Ringworm to win. always wins. Ringworm has to like, win. It's that simple. <laughs> Ringworm, I love you. So, uh, congratulations are in order to Ringworm. Ringworm. Who, quote, you love. I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's interesting. Eventually, we're going to have a, uh, a champion of champions. Oh. Of back and brack. Oh. And so I mean, just know that Ringworm will be fighting for the title of champion of and champions. And I think we all know what's going to happen there. Yes, yeah. Ringworm doesn't lose. That's all. Ringworm doesn't It really just doesn't lose, lose man. Just does not lose. <laughs> all right, Max. Listen, man, I can't thank you enough for being here. It was a true pleasure. I'm not sure if it was 
as much on your end. But <laughs> definitely not. I really appreciate you being here, uh, filling in last minute. So thanks for yes. that. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. If you made it this far, it means a lot. Sweden. Sweden, you're Shout out there. Shout out to you. Number 156. Maybe we can break the top 100? I think we can. I don't know. I think we can. I don't know. And if you're listening, <laughs> I'm plugging myself right now. Okay. Oh, if yeah, yeah. Please do. Please do. Buy tickets. Only 99 cents to the TEDx Wesleyan U Conference. Yeah. If you want to hear what all this slander is about, about how bad I am and how bad mm-hmm. my singing is and how bad my songwriting is, get tickets. The 17th from 150 to 2, I'll be on embarrassing myself yeah. if you want to watch. Oh, I can't wait. What, Great comedy. What day of the week is 17th? Is that a Sunday? I couldn't tell you, to be honest with you. Great. That's... <laughs> I'm super prepared. Yeah, I'm <laughs> um, Please uh, support Max in that way. Do you have any songs out or anything that people can listen to? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Oh, Which good. is good. I assume yeah, you we, sent them to Spotify and they said, they I don't, said we don't want these. <laughs> they said we'd rather not, but okay. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, please support Max in any way that you can. He needs all that he can get right now. Yep. Um, a reminder to everyone that you can follow the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or you can follow our Instagram at I Know A Guy Podcast. <laughs> at I Know A Guy dot pod. That's it. On Instagram. Come on, Max. I do follow it, I promise. At Ienowaguy.pod, he does. And now that you're on the show, actually, I know a guy.pod will follow you. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's a big deal. I'm famous. Alright, that's enough of you. <laughs> if you don't already know, Max, we use the same ending for every episode. We end on two quotes. I'm going to read off a famous quote that's a personal favorite in order to maybe give you a little inspiration, and then I'm going to give you the pressure to end the episode with your own beautiful or ridiculous made-up quote. So, here goes. This is a quote from one of the all-time culinary masters of our world. Are you familiar with Buddy Velastro? Absolutely not. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, you might be in a minute. He said, quote, you can't arrest me. I'm the cake boss. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, that guy. I He's love that guy. He's awesome. And he did get arrested, by the did way. Did he actually? Yeah. That's hilarious. Even though he was the cake boss. He's the cake boss. So inspirational. Max, you've got that inspiration. You've had time to think. Completely off the cuff, why don't you end the episode with your historic quote? quote. Mic drop. Ringworm always fucking wins. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) ringworm always wins.